Hey guys, um, welcome to Vet to Vet podcast. Episode 14. Right, season 2. Um, pension program for financial hardship. If it's your first time listening, then thanks for coming. Uh, this, one, this one is going to be a little bit short because it doesn't apply to a lot of people. So if it applies to you, you might find something uh, valuable. Otherwise, just keep it. Yeah. So pension is a benefit paid uh, to wartime veterans who have limited or no income, who are age 65 or older or under 65 and are permanently and totally disabled, or a patient in a nursing home or are receiving social security disability payments. So veterans who are more seriously disabled may qualify for aid and attendance or housebound benefits as well. And so these are benefits that are paid in addition to the basic pension rate, to put it short in an official statement. So how does it work? Let's jump into the topic. And the first question, uh, am I eligible? Who is eligible? So generally, you may be eligible if you were discharged from service under conditions other than dishonorable, and your service at, and you served at least 90 days of active military service, and at least one of those days was during a wartime period. If you entered active duty after, after September 7, 1980, generally you must have served at least 24 months or the full period of which called it to order to active duty and at least one day of wartime period. So no matter what, if you're during wartime, you have a shot. If you weren't during wartime, you're considered peacetime, no dice. Hmm. It's a waste of time. And so the other part of this is that your, your income for VA purposes is below the maximum annual pension rate and the yearly maximum annual pension rate is set by Congress and you are 65 years or older, or you're permanently and totally disabled, not due to your own willful misconduct, or you are a patient in a nursing home, or you're receiving social security disability benefits. So as you can see, there are a number of criteria that may affect your eligibility to the pension benefits. If you are unsure if you meet the criteria, we'll encourage you to go ahead and file an application, particularly if your income for VA purposes appears to be near the maximum. VA will determine if you are eligible and notify you. If you do not initially qualify, you may reapply if you have unreimbursed medical expenses during the 12-month period after the VA receives your claim that brings your income for the VA purposes below the maximum annual pension rate or the amount of income you receive changes. 
Unreimbursed medical expenses are expenses you have paid for medical service or products for which you will not be reimbursed by Medicare or private medical insurance. That is uh, reoccurring medical expenses. So what is income for VA purposes for your time? It is income received by the veteran and his or her dependents, if any, from most sources. It includes earnings, disability, retirement, unemployment, insurance, interest and dividends, net income from farming, business, rental property. There's a presumption that all the child's income is available to or for the veteran, and the VA may grant an exception in hardship cases. Yeah, so that really applies to like a short, short uh, population of veterans. Yeah. So what about the net worth? So net worth means that the net value of the assets of the veteran, his or her dependents, it includes such assets as bank accounts, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, some annuities and trust funds, and any property other than the veteran's residence and reasonable lot area. There is no set limit on how much net worth a veteran and his or her uh, dependents can have, but the net worth cannot be excessive. The decision as to whether the veteran's net worth is excessive depends on the facts of each individual case. All net worth should be reported and the VA will determine if the veteran's assets are a sufficient amount that the claimant could live off these assets for a reasonable period of time. Pension is a need-based program and it is not intended to protect substantial assets or build upon any estate for the benefit of the heirs. So are there any exclusion to income or deductions that may be made to use uh, a veteran's income for VA purposes? Um, depending on it, a lot of it, like say public assistance such as uh, supplemental Social Security income is not considered income. Many other specific sources of income are not considered income, however, all income should be reported and VA will exclude any income that the law allows. A portion of unreimbursed medical expenses paid by the veteran after the VA receives the veteran's pension claim may be used to help reduce the income for VA purposes. These are expenses you have paid for medical services or, or products for which you will not be reimbursed by Medicare or private medical insurance. Certain other expenses such as the veteran's educational expenses and in some cases a portion of educational expenses of a child over 18 are deductible. So, how does uh, VA calculate your pension? Your annual pension is calculated by first totaling all of your income for VA purposes, then any deduction subtracted from that total due to medical expenses. The remaining income for, the, for VA purposes is deducted from the appropriate maximum annual pension rate limit, which is determined by the number of your dependents, if any and whether or not you're entitled to a housebound or aid in attendance benefits. This amount is then divided by 12 and rounded down to the nearest dollar. This gives you the amount of your monthly payment. So, yeah. So basically, like on average, I think the pension, at least in 2017, was around like, say, 1075 And say you make $1,000 a month and you have no medical expenses, then the VA will give you that $75 to get you to that level. <clears throat> yeah. But if you make 1,075, then the VA is gonna give you nothing.
So if I'm already receiving monthly payments for a service connected disability, can I get a VA pension too? No. Uh, you cannot receive both a non-VA service-connected pension and a service-connected compensation payments at the same time. However, if the if you apply for the pension and are awarded payments, VA will pay you whichever benefit is the greater amount. So, if the pension pays more than your 10% disability for say, then you should be able to get the pension even though you're still service-connected for 10%. So, like, let's say somebody uh, feels... Uh, so somebody can apply for that, how does he do it? You can apply online at the following uh, VA website here and download and fill out the form VA form 21527P and make sure you download all parts of the application as well as the instructions for filling out the forms. If available, attach copies of dependency records, marriage and children's birth certificates uh, it's actually VA Form 21P-527 for pension. Mm -hmm. You must send the completed application and any copies of other documents to the VA regional office that serves your area or residence. So check out this little link right here and find your jurisdiction. Always, always, it's better to go to VSO, I guess. Yeah, definitely if you have a decent working VSO, any makes copies of everything, stick with them, but make sure you get copies of no matter what you're doing with them. Just to be safe. Yep. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. So, have any suggestion about book, movie? Uh, Kingsman, uh, the new Kingsman that uh, came out. Uh, oh, yeah. Actually, not recently, but it came out this year, like 2017, I guess. Cool movie. And yeah. a lot of special effects. I saw the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Good humor. Yeah. Like a new James Bond style. Yeah, definitely. Good acting. And then, at the end, quote of words of wisdom of the day. Damn the torpedoes, full speed ahead. Admiral David Glasgow. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Until next time, over and out. Yeah, thank you.